Now that everyone's getting marinated in the love sauce, we can dive in to the word. Because love opens your gates. Amen. To receive the word, it's called the wine that makes the bread go down. Cup of the new covenant and the bread of the table of the Lord. Fresh bread and new wine, daily feast. What is it? Father's love for you. The Lamb's love for you. Jesus' love for you. And the Father's love for you. And as you feast on revelation of the bread and the wine, of the Father and the Son's love for you, that's what causes you in your mind to rise up into a higher elevation of the Spirit. And you go from glory to glory. One degree of receiving love to a greater degree of receiving divine love. You ascend in the stairway of the heart by receiving divine love. The bread is the revelation of love. It is. And the wine is the love. So you got bread and wine. You got the word and the wine. You got the flesh and the blood. You need it. You need the spirit and the word. You need the blood and the water. Amen. And you have all these things present with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you can receive as much as you want and feast as much as you want every day. Christianity is a love feast. Amen. The great awakening of the end times is when Christians awaken to first century apostolic love feasting. That's all they did. You don't realize that. They were revelers. They were drunkards. They were gluttons. The apostles taught them how to eat and drink out of the heavenly realm. How to eat the manna in, into the spirit. They didn't bring theology. They brought revelation. I tell you the truth, the two trees in the garden are theology and revelation. One's intimate knowledge and the other's just gnosis. The other is Satan. Knowing about God is the devil's food. Yeah. Knowing God intimately in your spirit is the Lord Jesus' food. Most Christians haven't really even realized that yet. I mean, even the best of the best of the charismatic churches have like theology schools. And it's all good. There's no condemnation. It's just we're coming out of the mixture of religion. It took us 2,000 years in Christianity to come out of all the mixture of theology into the full experience and unveiling of the revelation of Jesus Christ. The full unveiling, the unveiling of your veil, of your conscience, the opening of your seven seals to know Him in the fullness of His glory on the inside of your bodies to become the new covenant temples of the glory of God. Amen. We've had the joy glory a long time. We've had the peace glory. This season is a season of the glory of the love of God. The love glory is a hundred times stronger than the joy glory. We've been in the joy... I mean, the joy glory is great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, you are... You're rich in the joy glory. I mean, it's like Elijah in there. You're having fun. Signs and wonders galore. You're mocking every enemy of Christ. The carnal mind can't touch you. You're mocking demons every day. The joy glory is great. But then you go even deeper. There's deeper realms because joy and peace come out of love. Love is the source. Love is the Father. And then you can see the closer you get into the Father, you go through the joy and then the peace. 
and then into the Father himself, into the richest measure of the Divine Presence. The richest measure of the Divine Presence is love. Love is a hundred times stronger than joy. It is. Because even in the joy glory that we've been having for a long time, we had it at Toronto in 94, we've had it in Lakeland in 2008, we've had it in our ministry for 11 years of drunken glory. The joy glory doesn't have the authority and the dominion and the might of the Father for the rulership of nations. It's mocked, it's criticized, oh, he's been snorting frankincense. I mean, it's, it's blasphemed continuously. It's blasphemed continuously because it's not even close to the power of the love glory. In the love glory, you find the dominion over all creation, over all flesh. The love glory is the place of your inheritance, the place of never-ending revival. It is the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, the realm of the love glory. It's higher than peace. Peace is really high. I mean, you got to be high on revelation to have peace these days, to not be distracted by the news, not be distracted by current events, not be distracted by anything in the natural realm. Come on, what are we doing? What are we doing with our eyes locked into the natural realm? That's what the curse of the fall is. We need our eyes where? Fixed on Jesus. Where's Jesus? At the right hand of God. I get my news every day from Jesus, not Fox or Breitbart. Hallelujah. Not CNN. Not Certainly not MSNBC, fire on their souls. Holy <laughs> Ghost. Amen. We get our news directly from God. We are a prophetic people. Perfectly prophetic. You know, it's true. The love glory is perfect prophetics because there's no ill intentions. There's no guile. There, I don't care. You know, when you're in love so madly with the Father, all you want is for other people to have the best possible life. You don't have any ideas for them. You don't put any yokes on them. I mean, that's how the apostles lived. It's just like, drink, 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 drink. That's how the Father is with Jesus. Jesus and the Father pouring out on you. They hope you just take the whole world. I mean, it's the least jealous place. You don't even have a grid for it until you come out of the joy, glory, and if you haven't had the joy glory, receive it. Go back and get the schools. Free download, redletterman.com. Been walking in this in the deep realms of the joy glory for over a decade. I mean, get a foundation for salvation in the glory realm and revelation of the glory, intimate knowledge of the glory. But you can just also just come right into the love realm right, right away. Amen? It's true. People will be born in the Holy of Holies during this revival. They're not going to ever know the outer court. What's out there? And you'll be able to see that. Go, what the heck? Carnal Christianity. What? Their commitment is so small. Look at the size of their spirit. What are those angels? Those are, those are humans that have barely grown in love, that have barely grown in knowledge of the glory. They have almost no revelation. They have almost no intimate knowledge. It's all carnal. It's all theology. That's why their spirits are so tiny. Don't even go out there. Let Just shine in here. Stay in the Holy Holies. You don't have to leave the mark of the high calling. You don't have to leave the Holy Holies. You don't have to leave the love glory. Everything will try to pull you out. Because once you go into that place, you're manifesting all the Father's love. You're manifesting all the power, the dominion, the authority. That's the place of rulership. That's the place of having overcome all that's in the world. 
That's the place of having the red dragon, the second heavens, the stars, the sands, the sun, and the moon under your feet and all creation obeying your every word. Amen. Creation longs for the manifesting sons of God to be liberated from the curse or the decay that comes with sin. This is the place of the Father's light so bright there is no sin. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the place of having all the revelation of the Father's love. The place of zero jealousy. The place of zero strife. And there's no poverty there. That's the place of all angel power. That's the place that all the angels serve perfectly. You go deeper into the glory, angels will take care of you. Angels will guard your feet lest you dash your foot against a stone. They'll carry you. You're not going to fall from the temple. You're not going to fall from the mountaintop. All the temptations of Satan and the religious crap that comes at you can't touch you. It'll fall on deaf ears because you're so built up internally by revelation of divine love. Song of Songs 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the sandaled feet of this one bringing such good news. You are truly royalty. Amen? The way you walk so gracefully in my ways displays such dignity. You are truly the poetry of God, His very handiwork. Out of your innermost being is flowing the fullness of my spirit, never failing to satisfy. Within your womb there is a birthing of harvest wheat. They are the sons and daughters nurtured by the purity that you impart. How gracious you have become. Your life stands tall as a tower, like a shining light on a hill. Your revelation eyes are pure, like pools of refreshing, sparkling light for a multitude. Such discernment surrounds you, protecting you from the enemy's advance. Redeeming love crowns you as royalty. Your thoughts are full of life, wisdom, and virtue. Even a king is held captive by your beauty. How delicious is your fair beauty. It cannot be described. As I count the delights you bring to me, love has become the greatest. Just say it out loud. Love has become the greatest. <laughs> love has become the greatest. Everything we've gone through in life is to enter the love glory realm. And then you say, everything we endured was for this. Love has become the greatest. You stand in victory above the rest. It's the place of Psalms 18 where David had victory over all his enemies and over Saul and all of his attacks. It's the place where they, they're not persecuting anymore. You're too high in love. What do they can do? Come against love? They're not. That's the thing we don't understand yet. This is the least amount of persecution I've ever had in 13 years of full-time ministry. Walking this high in the glory. It's the least misunderstood. The reason why it's misunderstood in the past is because the joy glory, people don't have a grid for joy glory. They think you're on meth or heroin or... They think you're on drugs, mushrooms. I mean, you look at 99% of the people's comments, the last 10 years of the joy glory have said you're on ecstasy, you're on weed, you're on mushrooms, you're on pills. That's what they say. 
That's the reaction. The human mind has no grid for the joy glory. It's just the most misunderstood thing ever, ever, ever. The problem is, is if you go deeper like we have, the misunderstanding burns and it becomes the love glory. Now the love glory cannot be misunderstood. This realm is the realm of pure fire that melts the mountains like wax. And the mountains are the hardness of all hearts, of every idol, every unclean thing, every seared conscience, every religious theological Pharisee, all of it just dissolves. This is the realm of the unlimited power of the anointing oil of love. Amen. What does it do? It melts every enemy of love. This is why there's been so much warfare, because we are going towards this realm. Our journey was to end in the promised, realm, pro promised land of the realm of divine love, the, the strongest glory of divine love. And once we reached this place, the enemy knew we were coming here. That's why we had to endure all this. Once we got here, we would melt the world in fire. It'd be like volcano eruptions of the strongest glory, the strongest passion, the strongest love of all time. That's where this whole generation is going. Back into the Garden of Eden. Back into the glory of His love. It's the strongest thing. Standing in victory above the rest. Stately and secure as you share with me your vineyard of love. Now I decree I will ascend and arise. I will take hold of you with my power possessing every part of my fruitful bride. Your love I will drink as wine, and your words will be mine, for your kisses of love are exhilarating. More than any delight I've, I've ever known before, your kisses of love awaken even the lips of sleeping ones. Hello? Great awakening? Your spirit kisses. Do you know that the word... For that when God breathed into Adam's nostrils and he became a living being, is the, is the Hebrew word spirit kiss? Do you understand that it was love that created Adam and Eve? And they fell out of divine love into phileo love. That's the curse of the fall. And the restoration of all things is us coming out of phileo and erotic eros love in our brains back into the fullness of agape glory love. That's the full restoration of all things. The spirit kiss awakens the soul. Amen? So you have to grow in love to a place where you can give a spirit kiss to everyone that you meet. I mean, it's like Holy Ghost love prostitutes. <laughs> Seriously. Because we spread our love with just thousands and millions of people. Nobody has had more love with people than King Jesus. It's true. In perfect holiness and perfect purity. How many lovers does the king have? Multitudes beyond numbering. Solomon had a harem, a harem, 350 wives, the most beautiful women in the world. Jesus has hundreds of millions of men and women in his bride in perfect love. These are lovers. You got to get it. The harem symbolized the fullness of divine love and the love spread one to another and it will erase your lust. And it means to attack your lust. Because I know everyone's still dealing with that lust and perversion. And this is what deals with it. This is what burns it out. Divine love attacks lust. They war against each other. Those are the two trees in the garden. 
Divine love and human love, or human lust. Human love is selfish. It's like, let me feel good, and then it's a fading love, and then I have to go get more. And it's not an ever-increasing love, and you don't have a source of it, because God doesn't honor human love. God doesn't honor erotic love. He honors divine love. He honors the river of His love that He's placed within our bellies to birth perfect love towards everyone all the time. And you learn how to love. That's what it is when wisdom builds her seven pillars. It's wisdom building up your inner man to love everyone perfectly. That's what makes you royalty. That's what makes you the sons and daughters of God, that you have had your spirit so built up that you have the ability of God to love perfectly and to set the captives free from lust and perversion and immorality. Because true love, divine love, non-fading love, ever-increasing glory love is what heals the nations, is what delivers souls from Satan. The pleasures of the flesh are the biggest temptation against this love. Because you'll want to go into erotic love. You have to fight it. You have to drink divine love. And there's a mixture at first, and t trust me, people deal with that mixture non-stop. I mean, there's, there's no one on earth that's not dealing with the mixture because the perfect hasn't come yet. When the perfect comes, you'll know. <laughs> the elements will dissolve in fervent heat and the flames of the heavens will disappear. And the earth will be consumed into a white stone with a new name on it. The earth will be a white stone eventually after your brain is. Starts with you and the sanctification of your own soul and everything that transpires in your own soul is transferred into souls around you and all creation rejoices because you got into the glory of God again. You walked back into Eden through the cross, through the blood, and you learned to love and you sacrificed your erotic lust. You sacrificed all the perversion and all the idolatry, all the pride and all your soul connected to the natural dimension. That's when the angels start getting excited. Oh, look at these people rising. They're getting serious. It's very rare. But when people raise the standard and start walking it, you can give, give out that spirit kiss. And that spirit kiss is real. It'll awaken the ancient memory of what you were supposed to be as a creature. That's what love does. It awakens the, the ancient creature inside you of what you were supposed to be as a spirit instead of just a flesh, instead of just an animal, instead of just a mammal. You have a spirit, and when the spirit kiss, kiss hits your spirit, your spirit explodes with love, and your, your flesh hatches like a shell, and your spirit comes out and wraps your body. That's what it means to be awakened. Awakened ones. You're awakened because now your spirit's alive by love. God's love always awakens the spirit and hatches the flesh like a shell. That's why scales fell off of Saul's eyes when he met love. Because religion has no love in it. Religion keeps the spirit inside the crust and the shell and the scales buried under the, the stars and the sands. And there's no awakening. There's no life. You're not even alive. You're dead in religion like Solitarsus. And you're killing Christians. You're fighting the Holy Spirit. You're fighting divine love. You're fighting the glory of God. You're an antichrist. All religion is antichrist. And then the spirit kiss comes. Someone who walks in Eden. A friend of God. A prophet like Elijah, an apostle like Moses, and it blows upon your garden, and your spirit awakens, and your body hatches. There is literally a time of hatching at hand. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I long to brood over you like a brooding mother hen, but you are not willing. Guess what? Jerusalem's willing now, 2,000 years later. You think Jesus got his answer prayer? Is, is his prayer answered? 
that he wanted everyone to be inside his love, inside his glory, to have their spirits fully awakened, to have their souls fully hatched, to live as spirits and no longer as mammals. Jesus will have every prayer answered. And this is the realm of hatching that brings everybody into the realm of John 17, of being one in the glory. I pray they may be one, what? Not in theology, not in the brain. You can't be one in the brain. 100,000 denominations of Christianity. You're one in the glory. You're one in the realm of Eden. You're one in the spirit of grace. You're one in the Father's power. You're one on the top of the mountains. You're only one when you're in the oil of love. When you're in the richest measure of the divine presence and all the enemies of Christ have been annihilated through your brains. Then you're one because you're in the glory of God. And there's only one glory. And he doesn't share his glory with another. But guess what? You're not another. You're one with him. Come on. Amen. Your kisses of love awaken even the lips of sleeping ones. Release the spirit kisses. Now I know that I am filled with my beloved, and all his desires are fulfilled in me. Come away, my lover. Come with me to the faraway fields. We will run away together to the forgotten places and show them redeeming love. Let us arise and run to the vineyards of your people and see if the budding vines of love are now in full bloom. We will discover if their passion is awakened. There I will display my love for you. It's the revealing of the bride. I will display what he's done in the inner man, how enriched my heart has been in the garden of the secret place of my heart. Everything that, I, that has made me the way I am externally that's been misunderstood since I've been born again, my family and my friends like Job are going to finally understand. They're going to get the revelation. There in this faraway field where you have completely given everything to walk with Jesus into the glory, love, I will reveal you. I will show the world what I've done in your spirit life. And listen, the world will pay attention. The world will absolutely melt. That's the place where every tongue confesses and every knee bows because you're releasing the fullness of God the Father's intensity of fire that created the heavens and the earth with a whisper. Okay, We're talking about millions of suns, millions of stars in the heavens. The Father's love stronger than all of them combined. That's the power that will be upon the earth this season. We're growing up into it. Because we have to have a foundation in our own spirit. You have to be able to carry this much love. You have to be a wineskin with so oiled with the oil of love to release that much power. And upon Satan and his angels, it's the wrath of the Lamb. But upon the sons and daughters of the kingdom and the inheritance of salvation, it's freedom and abundant life. It's the fragrance of life to the living. And guess what? Everything that has breath is living. So this is the fragrance of life to all human souls on planet Earth. Every human soul will breathe it in, the fragrance of Christ. But it's the fragrance of death to the dying. Who are the dying? We're here to remove the demons from all influence and all soul life on Earth. That's our job. That's our mandate. And we do it by the fire of love. The love glory will do it effortlessly. All we do is we stay in this high realm. When you make divine love a priority, the overflow of your cup of, of love takes care of all things down below you. You just stay high on love. You grow higher in love. 
and you let the overflow of your cup deal with your spouse, you let the over cup of, overflow of your cup deal with your friends, deal with your family, deal with your marketplace, your workplace, your ministry, every aspect of your life gets completely glorified as you prioritize divine love, as you make Song of Songs the song of your DNA, the song of your spirit, the song of your heart and mind, and you let the Song of Songs enrich you and become your flesh, that you live the love story. Amen? Truth in hell. We'll run away together to the forgotten places and show them redeeming love. Let us arise and run to the vineyards of your people and see if the budding vines of love are now in full bloom. We will discover if their passion is awakened. There I will display my love for you. The love apples are in bloom, sending forth their fragrance of spring. The rarest of fruits. Huh. You know it's true. The fruit of love is the rarest fruit of the Spirit. Because you have to have the highest elevation in the soul of sacrificing everything in the natural realm to bear it. There are rare fruits. <laughs> it's not like everyone has the fruit of love on their tree. They say they do, they talk it, but it's not the kind of love where you'll eat it and you'll go into a 30-day trance, like, I don't even know what planetary system I'm on. You know, it's, it's not real love. <laughs> they, they, they say it is, it is it's just not. Because there's, there needs to be the power in it that completely transfigures your brain, that metamorphosizes you. You know, they got that thing that's the form of love, but where's the power thereof? If God the Father is love and He's more powerful than 100 million stars, and I take a bite out of this love, I mean, I'm not feeling 100 million stars exploding in my brain right now. It's not real love. You need to eat that love apple and feel 100 million stars exploding in your brain. Because that's what He's doing. He's The most powerful glory realm of love transfigures your brain. That's what we need to do. We need to renew our brains to that hundredfold glory realm of His love. It really is. The 30-fold glory is the joy glory. The 60-fold glory is the peace glory. The 100-fold glory is the love glory. Hallelujah. We're just stepping into the 100-fold love glory this season, and it is the sweetest season ever. The love apples are in bloom, sending forth their fragrance of spring. The rarest fruits are found at your doors the new as well as the old. I have stored them for you, my lover friend. Stored them for you, my lover friend. He saved the best wine for last. The strongest love. We needed it too, because we're going up against Satan's cavemen. We're going up against the seven principalities that have been built of everything that's disconnected from Eden, of all the ability of the human soul disconnected from the Holy Spirit. Everything that's in the world is coming into a maturity as well. But the best wine for last melts it like wax. Clearly written multiple times. The strongest love of the Father manifests through our hearts and renewed minds as just the greatest lovers that have ever lived. All of us kings and queens of love of the hundredfold glory realm coming forth now, the manifesting sons of God, will melt everything Satan has been building for thousands of years in this generation into one Mount Zion, one mountain of divine love. Amen? You know the verse, Isaiah 2, the mountains of the Lord, or the mountain of the Lord shall rise as chief of all the other mountains in the last days. There's only one mountain, Mount Zion, 
the mountain of divine burning love, of going from joy glory to peace glory to love glory, and in that realm, melting all the enemies of Christ of the external realm that are only types and shadows of the realities of the new covenant. Types and shadows are a major issue that people get stuck in. Jezebel uses the external types and shadows and calls it Christianity. We don't need types and shadows anymore. Types and shadows have shadows in them, which are called demons in them. That's why most Christians are demonized, because they have external Christianity. We need the fullness of the mountain of spiced power and love and fire and glory and and mixed wine to rise in us and consume our brains so that all the external types and shadows are burning. They'll burn away. You'll feel like you're losing your mind because you are but you're gaining His. The mind of Christ rises from your belly as the seven spirits of God. Mount Zion is a mountain of fire of divine intelligence, the very person of God the Father that rises in our spirit man and consumes our brains from our bellies upward. The mountain rises from within us. Amen. And as you go up, people come upon the mountain and the mountain spreads. Like it says in Daniel chapter 4, it'll start like a pebble, but it grew up to be the largest mountain. Jesus of Nazareth, 2,000 years ago, was the pebble, the Messiah. He planted one seed. The seed multiplied not to have one Son of God, but to have many sons of God, the firstborn from among the dead. We're like the millionth born from among the dead. There's been a lot of people getting born again from among the dead, born of spirit, living in the spirit, loving God in the spirit, loving God and worshiping God in spirit and truth. Amen. So it's going to be an army of Jesuses. You know the word Jesus means Yahweh saves? Well, guess what? Yahweh's in you and He's still saving through you. You have the Jesus nature. Amen? Jesus isn't the only Son, although He's God and He's the only one that's worshipped. All of us are sons and the Bible teaches that we're equal to Jesus and equal to the Father in this new covenant and all you have to do is get off the false humility off your brain of the religious demon and just embrace the truth even though it's too good to be true instead of wallowing in the shame of I'm still a sinner and this this isn't the gospel and I need to earn my salvation by works and I don't deserve it and, and you just need to get spoiled on grace you need to get drunk on grace and just agree with the word that, yeah, I know you shouldn't be equal to Jesus, but God's just that great and good that he wants you to be equal to Jesus and equal to the Father. The word Son of God means equal to the Father. That's what Son and Fathers are. That The Son is the full representation of the invisible God, the exact likeness of God, the same and equal to God in every way. So don't take being sons of God likely. You've been made through the blood of the Lamb equal to the Father. Amen. And your brain go crazy on it because you deal with so much religion still. Hallelujah. Can you love each other like gods? Have I not said you are gods? You're not going to perish like men because you don't live like men. You live like gods. What are gods? Spirits. The Father is the Spirit. John 4, 24. You're living in full spiritual stature as God's creator beings using the glory of God, the love glory, to create for everyone around you a rich environment of the glory for everyone to live in. It's called an apostolic covering of the Bride of Christ. It's going to turn the earth into a white stone with a new name on it. And the new name is Jesus Christ, the glory of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
All death shall be swallowed up in victory by those who realize who they are in Christ and come into the, the full unveiling revelation of Jesus Christ within them and sacrifice all the religious filth and blasphemy of self-pity, shame, and false humility of the brain and burn it off into the lake of fire and just receive your inheritance as sons and daughters equal to the Father living on earth as it is in heaven as true divine royalty. Then you begin to walk in power because you'll believe what the Bible says about you. When you believe what the Bible says, that you are the kings and the priests of the earth. Revelation chapter 1. To the kings and the priests of the earth. If you can believe that you're a king and a priest in your spirit form, in your God form, and that realm becomes more real to your mind, you'll awaken and you'll walk in the fullness of God the Father's power, authority, dominion, and might over all creation. Amen. And you'll overcome death. And you'll not fall short of the glory. You'll not sin. You'll forget how to sin. You go a thousand years without sinning. Amen? I believe you will. I believe you go 10,000 without sinning. And that you'll completely forget the sin nature because you'll be so glorified. Because you'll be so deep in love with the Father and you hang out with the Father so deeply in the perfect realm of His garden and the intimacy is so strong that you can't be anything else to anyone except the exact likeness of the invisible God and the outrain brilliance of the light being. That that becomes your entire nature through and through. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you'd like to give a love offering, you can donate at redlettermin.com. Otherwise, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We love you. Be blessed. Glory to God. Amen.